You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, what the fuck is going on, Chris? I tell you, Cowtown is shambles. Shambles and depression. Dylan and Chris are going to break it down. Armchair GM Podcast brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's get into it. Yeah, we had a lot of chances. I mean, I think we had a really right through through our lineup. I think it was Two kids went in, gave us a good bump. We had a lot of good chances. Uh, they scored the goal to win. Holy shit, Dylan. The sky is falling. What the Yet hell again. is going on? Well, first of all, I mean, you can't expect... You can't, like... The, the start we had, I was shocked we had to begin with because when you have such a big core turnover, you expect the chemistry to be a little, to take a little while. Now it's been 12 games and that's a lot. Um, but, you know, um, it, I guess it all started when Michael Stone and Chris Tanev went out, eh? Yeah. I mean, since the beginning of the season, we were winning games with shoddy goaltending. Yeah. Um, and now we're still getting that same shoddy goaltending, but not winning games. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the goaltending in the last, honestly, pretty much all of the losing streak has like the goaltending has been better quality, but still not good enough. Um, but I mean, yeah. The the team in front of them is in shambles, and the defense in front of them is in shambles, and that's not helping either. Now I'm not saying it's not you know partially on Merkstrom because it is, but uh, you know I I think uh, I I think Markstrom has been a shell of his former self, um, being a Vesna finalist last year. I expect way more of him than what he's produced so far since the beginning of the season. 
I 100% do as well. There, how many games, and, and like, again, I, I don't think you can expect somebody to be, like most goalies who aren't Vasilevsky or, or whatever, to be a Vesna finalist two years in a row or three years in a row or whatever. But I also think that, uh, you know, like he, he hasn't been good enough. Like he, yeah. you can have regression and still be a starter level goaltender and, you know, a good goaltender. But he honestly, like outside of the last couple games where I think he has been better, but still not great. He's been pretty bad all season. And he's only been better when the team is, is worse. And when the team plays well, he's shit. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I have not a good combo. Having an 893 save percentage uh, after 10 games is bad. Is fucking really bad. Like, yes. Yeah. Sorry, but I'm not sorry. Like, that's, no, that's, that's you shouldn't be sorry. For, it's bad. That's horrendous for a, for a Vesna finalist from last year. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm not saying he's the reason we've lost the games we've lost, but he's, he's, he's not in, the reason. He's, He's not the reason we're winning games. That's for goddamn sure. And as, that's as, the thing. He wasn't the reason we're winning games when we were, when we were five and one. When you have exactly, and when you have a guy like Chris Tanev out and and Michael Stone, and when you're playing Nick DeSimone and Connor Mackey and uh, Dennis Gilbert uh, in in you know a couple games straight, those are like you need your goalie to step up. You absolutely need your goalie to win you those games, and uh, he hasn't. He hasn't won us any games. He. It's funny because there's been a couple games recently where I've been kind of watching um, in like in the Islanders game and in the last New Jersey game. Uh, not not yesterday, but in the last one, they're like he's getting to some really high quality, uh, the high quality scoring chances, and and he's and he's saving them, and he's there's like during the game for the first half or, or the first three quarters of the game or whatever, I've been seeing good saves and I've been like even saying in our group chat, he's been doing no, he's making those big saves today. And then maybe I should just stop talking about it because then 10 minutes later, he stops making those saves and lets two in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every single game there's been one, two or more goals that I just go. WTF is going on. Yeah. The game. Honestly, I don't fault him on any of the goals yesterday except for the game winner against New Jersey in New Jersey. The game winner was an absolute soft piece of shit goal that fucking somebody's seventh string goaltender should be able to get to. Yeah. Um, and he just didn't. And that like, the, it wasn't even like a, you know, credit the shooter type of a shot. It wasn't a, you know, deceptive or, or, you know, using a screen or any, it it just leaked through him and it shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, yeah. He needs to tighten up. Absolutely. Like a lot. A um, lot. The, uh, you know, obviously since our last episode, Tanev hasn't played a game. So, that, I mean, that's a big hole in the defense. Um, that being yeah. said, um, Mackey is not doing it for me right now at all. 
he hasn't he hasn't looked like I thought he would. That's for sure. Me neither. And coming out of the, like, I thought he had quite a strong camp, honestly. And he had a really yeah. good year in the AHL last year. Um, well, half year until he came up and sat on the in the press box. Um, but yeah, like he's. I mean, not he's not as good as I thought he would be either. No, not at all. And and it's pretty telling that that Sutter sat him after we called up two two guys from the Wranglers uh, mm-hmm. to kind of fill the fill the spot after mm-hmm. after Stone went down, right? Yeah, one one guy with zero games and one guy with like what was it three or something three? like that? Yeah, very minimal. Like, yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, I still think Mackie could be good, but it's, it's not like I'm saying get rid of Mackie. No. or anything like that. I'm I'm just saying he needs to be better too. Like and I've been hearing lots like because I always listen to the post game show and all that type of stuff. And I hear lots of like, you know, Mackie had a really rough first period, but you know, then he settled down in the second and third and Daryl talked to him and he settled down after that. And I'm like, uh not <clears throat> just just because he wasn't on the goal for it or on, on the ice for a goal doesn't mean that he played better he was still making giveaways and and uh um stuff like that and i think in times like this and i'm not because i think nikita zadorov had a really good start to the season as did a lot of the team but i think that now is the wrong time like sure every once in a while throughout the season acting like the hero and pretending to be Johnny Gaudreau in the offensive zone, it could be an all right idea. But like now when your D partner is almost positively exhausted because they've, you know, they're on the ice all the time and the other two aren't, you know, have no fucking, um, no experience in the NHL, maybe, being the hero and pretending you're Johnny Gaudreau for Nikita Zadorov is not like the best idea right now when our DD core is so depleted and his line, you know, his pairing is playing so much more than it usually would. Right. And oh, he's yeah. playing more than he usually would. Yeah. He's playing like 22 to 24 minutes a game right now. Uh, yeah, which is which is not as normal. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've I've actually been somewhat pleasantly surprised with with how he stepped up for these minutes in the last uh, three four games. He, uh, you know, there's been the odd uh, buckling under pressure with somebody forechecking against him, which I'm not a yeah. fan of. But uh, but it hasn't been. It's happened like maybe once a game, twice a game at the very most. Um, it's not something that I'm concerned about. But I am really enjoying his offensive flair right now, and and he seems to be, in my opinion, jumping up in the play at the right time because he's he's being re- rewarded with some points, and and I don't recall a time where he's actually left his partner out to dry, um, because there's always been somebody back at, in his position when he's up there. The four, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually, I'll uh, I'll agree to disagree with you on that one. Um, personally, um, we need 
given given our shit goaltender we've had since the beginning of the season, we need more offense. Um, oh, we absolutely need more offense. It's, it's it's sad to say that you know we're we're turning into like a like an Oiler uh, team where we need to outscore our garbage goaltending, and that's yeah. uh, currently not happening. Obviously, um, we've lost what six in a row now. Um, yeah. So it's we we need something. We need a spark, and and I think uh, having a defenseman that can that can drive the net and actually put the puck in is is a good thing. Personally. Uh, that was a really nice deflection. I can't remember which uh, which game that was right now, but he, I think it was a game tying goal. He uh, drove the net, and some somebody whipped the puck across at him, and he deflected it in when he was like right in front of the net. And don't get me wrong, like it's always nice to see them getting points and stuff like that. I just I think that he's rushing just a little bit too much considering what's going on around him, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you you disagree with that, and you which know, is, which is a weird statement for me because it I, is a weird I, statement from you. I I prefer my defensemen to be defensemen and and defending and 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 that sort of thing. I'm not a big fan of them jumping up in the play, but I I truly think this team needs some sort of spark on on the offensive side, and and he seems to be providing it when when needed. I I think that game you're you're referencing is is. The one at home against Jersey, um, that Saturday night, um, that was that was his third goal of the season. Which is, you know what? I mean, he's he's gonna he's gonna have a career year in points, in my opinion. And as long as his defensive game still, you know, is reasonably strong, you know, I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. We we need something at the moment, and and we've got what twelve guys at the forward position that. I mean, are doing it on occasion, but we need more from them because we're we have to start outscoring our 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 goaltending, and that's to me that's bottom line. Yeah, well, I agree. I also think that that sometimes they're leaving him out to dry, but it's I don't think it's so much on on rushes. I think it's just on poor coverage once once everybody's already in the zone. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I I agree with that 100% that um you know it's not you're right the rushes haven't been the thing at all it's just I think Uyghurs, the forwards are 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 missing assignments and yeah. and then we'll have two defenders behind the net trying to go after one guy which never works right Well that's what happened against the Oilers in the playoffs last year there was always two defensemen chasing one guy and then another yeah. guy who literally can't even fucking skate yeah. Who's just standing there and scoring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can't. He can't. He's he's not mobile at all for yeah. for how many games, but for some reason he's open. Yeah, yeah. That's and that obviously has to stop. And it's it's been an issue for I don't know how many we figure like eight games at least. Like I've I've seen quite a few plays where you know the guy that's scoring is untouched by anybody around like, yeah that's that that can't happen can't happen at all no i i 100 agree um i do want to say like Uyghur, we were talking about how it's not uh rush chances really that are usually going in mm-hmm. um some still obviously but um i think Uyghur is really 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 good at rush defense i think he's really good at yeah. 
at um, reading where that puck's going, whether it's across the crease or, you know, through the dots or just going at the net. I, I find he's really good at tying, tying up the right guy. Yeah, I agree. He, he has a really good eye for that. Uh, another person that has a really good eye for that, obviously, is Chris Tanev, who's but, uh, who's missed the last four. And but I mean, he is with the team on this trip, so I really hope to see him in the lineup against Boston. Yeah. If, if he's, he's been skating, if he's able, right? I mean, I mean, he's skating, but it's you know, it's an upper body injury. So, I mean, I I really hope he can get in there and and calm it down, right? I do want to want to say too that um, I do know that it's not the same thing that held him out in the playoffs last year. It's not, it's not that shoulder. It's not the. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what, that's what they came out and said. I don't, I don't particularly believe much of what's reported to be honest with you. being how. Especially had, this year, right? Yeah. This like, year has been weird for it. Right. Like. Huberdeau's out with an upper body injury, but walking around in a boot. Right. What? 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 <laughs> exactly. Well, I think. I mean, is... I'm not saying he doesn't have an upper. He could as well. Sure. Especially yeah. considering he got jammed into the boards and it looked like he was favoring his wrist or, or, or uh, like somewhere in the lower arm. Right. But yeah. I think, uh, I think moving on to the forwards is the uh, next logical step for us. Should yeah. we take a break while we, uh, reconvene and, and figure our stuff out absolutely all right let's do it we'll see you in a, in a moment nfl sundays are only getting better and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl right now new customers can bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do check this out right now everyone can earn up to 100 percent boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and points total. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Place a $5 pre-game Moneyline bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use promo code THPN. Minimum age. Some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Well, Dylan, you touched on a subject uh, that I think most fans have been kind of wondering about in in uh, Jonathan Huberdeau. He's you know obviously been having a bit of a bit of a struggle getting his full game on the go. I, I'm not one of those people that are particularly worried about it because he has been producing and and he has been making plays, but. Uh, it's definitely a different uh, offense without him in the lineup, isn't it? It is. And I don't want to take anything away from Ruziska because um, I think he got a point last night. But whether he did or didn't, he, I thought he, like, obviously he didn't play as well as Hubido would have. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. But I still think that a guy who's sat all of the games except for one this season and honestly had like a, fucking horrible camp um yep. you know he was plugged into the first line and i thought you know he kept up with um with defoli and lindholm 
He he made some nice plays and he had confidence with the puck, which the confidence with the puck part I thought was was the biggest issue with his camp um, and his well, hustle and and he was hustling. So, um, well, th- those are those were his his big biggest attributes last year, right? His yeah. confidence with the puck when he had it and and his drive to go get it. Um, yeah, and and you know I did see flashes of that uh, last night, which is nice. Um, you know, he played just over just around 15 minutes roughly. And he was, you know, one, one assist and then, and an even player in a loss. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, give I'll take that. Credit. Yeah. I'll give him the credit there. And I mean, and put in a situation that I, I, I was actually kind of blown away that he was put up on the first, to be honest with you. Given, given what I was too. so far this, this year, right? The, yeah. Um, I can say I kind of, kind of get it only because who else like are we going to put Mangiapani up like we've discussed several times he's been the most invisible forward for me on the whole fucking roster the entirety of the year yeah um and people are like oh yeah but that that line that uh with Kadri and Dubé like they're they were so good and I'm like ah Kadri and Dubé were really good and Dubé's fallen off a little bit. Kadri's still doing it, but yeah. but Mangiapane's been fucking invisible the entire time. Well, um, that's right. So, Kadri, and like Kadri you can't put Dubé up there either. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like, I agree. You can't put Dubé up there, and, and I mean, obviously, Kadri's the one that's that's uh, stirring that drink, right? I mean, yeah, driving the line. He's the reason why that line is even producing. Um, Honestly, and, him and Backland are driving our offense. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean. Who who doesn't love having you know second and and third line centers driving offense? I mean it's great. It's Especially, great. It would just be nice if our first line center and wingers were driving the. I mean I guess Toffoli is too. Yeah, I mean Toffoli's got five goals this year. Yeah. Um, Lindholm has what four? Did they give that goal? They didn't give that goal to Rosiska, did they? Which one? Uh, last night. Because Toffoli shot it, but Ruziska yeah. was standing in front, and it looked like it bounced off his leg. Oh, no. Uh, he did get the assist on it, though. Yeah, because the puck came from him. Yeah. Originally, I think it went back to the to the point or whatever. And then, yeah, and it went then, back to Anderson, and then, yeah. Yeah. See, I, I saw – I was pretty sure I saw that bounced off him. But, again, like, I'll agree with uh, Kelly Rudy for once in my life. <laughs> Who cares who got the goal? It went in. That's, I mean, and I feel like that's the way the Flames are feeling as well. Um, yeah, they. I mean, because it's been, it's been such a sporadic um, thing for the Flames right now. Like all lines of are putting the puck in. You know, it, it, for quite a while it was, you know, it was Richie for God's sake putting the puck in. Yeah, and then you know, and and. And then last game against the Islanders, it was, you know, a, a whole lot of Michael Backlund. And, you know, and before that, it was a whole lot of, you know, Kadri. And, like, it's been it's been refreshing because how many times or how many seasons have we gone through where we're just like, do we have other lines that can produce at all? Well, it's Monaghan and Gaudreau and, yeah. you know, maybe Furland. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, like, always, and then always, nobody else on the whole team. It's always been such a a top heavy uh, system and team that, you know, this year has been a lot of fun. Like I have 
absolutely loved Lucha's game so far this year. Like he's he's rejuvenated. You know, is he playing for a contract? Sure looks like it, right? Yeah. Not that I think that's the excuse, but I mean he's he looks happy out there and he's having fun. He's having fun and I wanna a lot of people were shitting on on Sutter for putting him up there. Uh uh, in the top six that one yeah. one game yeah, and like second line yeah i kind of i kind of get it why people are, are shitting because luch let's be honest luch is in the top six guy right but well, he, knows that. Everybody knows he that. was the whole season he's been skating really well like really well for him yep. which again you know that's not like skating really well for lindholm but it's skating really well for him yeah um He's been faster and he's been more engaged and he's been, he's actually made a few really nice plays like to Richie mostly um, that you would assume that a guy like Huberto would make. Um, But to, to be honest, I don't hate that he was tried up there because if you want to preach, you know, the guys who are going get the ice time well, Lucic was going at that point. He's okay. not really going anymore, but well, no, <laughs> neither, I, neither is anyone else. Yeah, no, at the time, right? You have to reward guys for effort. Yes. If you don't, you're not going to see effort. There's no reason for it. I mean, exactly, their, right? Their contract, I get that, but I mean, if you if you reward your guys for the hard work they put in, you're gonna it it's it's gonna produce more people trying to do that, right? More people being happy too. Like if you if you're doing well at anything and you know your boss is like hey you know you've you've done a good job you know here's you know a paid day off or here's what whatever you know if you get a like here's a free beer or or whatever like you're like oh shit like i'm actually appreciated i'm not just doing all this work for nothing that's right like, that's right and that, um, and that 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 goes across the line for any industry any job right a hundred percent. Just a little bit of appreciation is is a thing, and it and it and it and it bleeds through the entire organization. Absolutely. Um, I I want to touch on a couple things. I'm somewhat not happy with the coach about, and um, obviously he's gone back to the lines that were working at the beginning of the season, and it's resulted in points in the standing not wins but it's resulted in points in the standings and honestly them looking a little bit better but you, you say points uh but it's resulted in point no it's resulted in two overtime points i don't think uh i think we're still at the mixed bag last saturday against jersey weren't we uh no oh, okay all right continue on then my bad i don't think so I could be wrong, but either way, um, so we've gotten either one or two overtime points, but they do look better. But I, I think that part of the reason that they lost their confidence and that they, you know, they had one somewhat debacle of a third period against the Oilers there. Um, and then Souther tried something new and it didn't work. And then he went back to that something new that didn't work, and that didn't work again. 
And then he was like, just stubborn old man. Like, let's try this again. And it didn't work fucking again. And it's like, okay, at this point, like you should have, I get why you tried something new, but let's not continuously fucking drive this absolute shit home. And now, now, you know, a lot of the guys have lost their, their confidence and their, uh, you know, whatever else, just because they were gaining a bunch of, um, even the Dubé and and Kadri, like they were gaining a lot of chemistry, and then, you know, they got put with different line mates, and and then they fucking sucked. Yeah, and then, and yeah. then they got back together, and they forgot where each other were supposed to be. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, obviously, I understand why it was done in the first place. Yeah. But I, for the life of me, I can't understand why it continued for as long as it did. That's just it, right? Like, mm. like try something new. Blend them up for a blend, game. Blend them up for half a game. If you see some shit going down, you blend it up. And then you go back to it. To your Especially normal... if you were winning and it was one loss. Yeah. One loss you actually looked good for the majority of. Yeah. Like, really good, honestly. The first fucking... 55 minutes of that Oilers game was really fucking good. Mm, the goaltending let us down? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But also the yeah. defense in front of him let him down. Yeah. Um it was it was a whole I mean, yes. Again, Markstrom hasn't been good. <laughs> but also the defense in front of him hasn't been good. Um yeah. but yeah. That's yeah. That that's how I feel about the whole lineup situation. That's and and I feel like he him continuing that too long, even though they've gone back to the lines for a couple games now. The guys are still they haven't progressed with the lines that work because they kind of got reset back to the start of those lines. And then last game they didn't have Huber though, so right. they had to blend them up again. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it, you you obviously want to know what you have in in the event of injury, so yeah. that you know who you could you know change things up with, which you know which is fine. But but yeah, no, like to to your point, trying it, failing, and then continue to do it for two more games is just ludicrous to me. It's it's clearly the, stubborn. The definition stubborn. of insanity and stubbornness. That that's yeah. that's my biggest thing is how stubborn he was about it. I don't a lot of people were saying like he was trying to prove a point. And I'm like, what's his fucking point? Yeah. That he's that, being that, stubborn, that, that, that he's, he's with those he's lines. He's the wedding singer, right? He's got the microphone and you'll listen to every goddamn word he's got to say. Yeah. That's but pretty like, much all we learned from that experiment, right? And and it was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't work at no. all. No. In in fact, it's regressed the team since he put it back. Yeah. Is even the teams on eggshells, right? Th- they are like it appears to be, anyways. Last night, Kadri's interview was the first interview with Kadri that I've heard since he since he got here, where I wasn't like shit. That that you know. That's a happy dude. That's a no. That's a guy who got paid and looks at this as a great opportunity to, you know, come up with a great team. And and I know, mean, in Kadri's defense, they've lost six in a row. Uh, no, absolutely. But like, 
and he doesn't like, like but but i think that was also partially walk, walking on eggshells because he doesn't maybe know what he's allowed to say or what he's not allowed to say or or like you know i think i think like i know sutter's an iron fist type of a guy but i also think that there comes a point where when everybody else when everybody on the team is squeezing it you have to let go a little bit you i think i'm going to i think i'm going to change it from squeezing to just the coleman yeah yeah, that guy's really Coleman the puck or the uh, the stick there. He's yeah. he's he's really gripping it. Yeah, I'm kidding. He finally got that goal, so I really want to see some uh, some some more. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was he was a minus two last night, which is not good at all. Yeah, but um, is what it is, right? And so, give give New Jersey credit and and the Islanders too. Like the Islanders pushed back when they knew we were tired. And and New Jersey's just a fucking good team this year, but there's no reason we shouldn't be able to put more than two or three past Vanacek. There's like Sorokin, I get Sorokin's a fucking elite goalie, but there's no like Vanacek was fucking Washington's backup last year for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we 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 gave forth an effort, I suppose, against them, but. I mean, I I didn't I didn't see a lot from them other than you know their their forward group really drives the net well. Yeah. Um, which and and they're they're they seem to be just young and fast, right? They are, yeah. And like they're they're missing their big big free agent splash as well because he had surgery a uh, Palat, right? Yeah. Um. And I think their first game without him was our our first game with them. I believe yeah. I could be wrong on that, but it's just been really hard to watch, man. Like I'm always gonna watch it. Like I said the other day, it's like, man, I don't even know why I'm doing this to myself. It's because I'm as, I'm as stubborn as stutters, I guess. But I'm still gonna fucking watch it, even though I, yeah, you know, yeah, see what's happening. That's what we do, right? That's as as fans of sport, you know. Once once you decide your team, which I mean, I mean, I I clearly have. Um, You're an Oilers fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the Oilers. Um, <laughs> sorry, was that out loud? I I think no. it a lot. I try not to say it out loud because I'm I'm trying to turn over a new leaf with my language. Why? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> As a fan of a team, I mean, the highs are super fun. The lows are are a, a learning point for for people that really are invested in the game and, and enjoy the game. And that's that's where I think we are right now. I we're clearly better than than what we're doing, especially yes. in the last well, for the entire year, right? Um, yes, we were winning games that, in my opinion, I don't, I didn't think that we should have, um, just based on on goaltending and and our defense was really struggling for the first few games. And now we're losing games that we should win because of our goalie. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it, it's it's a thing, right? It's it's why it's why we tune in for every game and celebrate every goal because. It, it, you know anything can happen right yeah and 
one one more thing I want to talk about. I I feel like you're getting to the point where where you're done with this conversation, <laughs> but uh, so Bladar, I get he had one bad like he's played two games and he had one bad one right. uh, this this season. Um, but why the fuck did he not start yesterday? Back to back with travel on the road. What the fuck? Like, I was listening to the pregame show and even fucking, what's his name there? Pat Steinberg, like, almost let an F-bomb go. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, I I mean, it's it's really bizarre to me. I, I agree with you. He, especially with the issues Markstrom is having, Vladar needs to get more starts. Yes. Right? Like, when, when, you're, when your number one goaltender is shitting the bed and, and not playing up to his capability. That's why you that's why you have a backup. Exactly. You don't <laughs> ride him into the fucking ground. Like we all saw what riding him into the ground did to him did. last year when he was having a successful season. So I I, I assume Sutter wants him to play Are we talking his... about Kiprasov? We're we're talking about Sutter and what he always does. <laughs> I know, right? Ask Jonathan Quick how many how many games he really wanted to play, opposed to how many he did. Yeah, right. I mean, he like, was good the whole time. Like he didn't really oh, yeah. bad, right? But he was also a twenty some odd year old goalie back today. He was twenty six or seven or something, right? Like yeah. Markstrom's what thirty one. Yes. Like so, I I assume that Sutter wants Vladar uh, to play against his. His ex team, I guess, which in he, Boston, which even though they're the best team in the league right now, yeah, so which was... which Vladar really didn't play for them. Like, what did he play? Two games? Five. Is it five? My bad. Yeah. Like, like it's it's not like a statement. To me, yeah. it's meaningless. Um, he absolutely should have started last night or yeah. the night before. I don't I don't care which one, but you need to split that up. When you have two capable goaltenders, you have. I'll, I'll, yeah, and that's the thing. It's not like Vladar is fucking Curtis McElhenney or, or fucking Mason hey, McDonald hey, or hey, or. Hey, I will not let you drag Curtis's name into the ground. The kid did everything he asked or was ever asked to, of of him. He wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't a broder, but I mean, he was the definition of backup goaltender and he and i think he played it very well i don't think he was that good at it honestly like but either e- i mean either way he, that's he must, he must have been okay because he had a hell of a career doing it but anyways. Oh, yeah that that's not really the point of this conversation but he's so okay he's not a shitty backup he's he, he's good he's yeah. He had a really good season last year. He's had one good game and one bad game this year, um, which is okay for a backup goaltender. And I was honestly like, I picked him up in our in our fantasy league um, because I was fully expecting him to actually get last night's game and tomorrow's game. I, I thought he was going to play two on the road and then we were going to ride Markstrom for another week and a half or two weeks or whatever. I, I honestly thought that as well that he was actually going to play uh, two during this during this trip, and I'm surprised that he hasn't played any, um, especially after signing a contract extension. Like, there's so many reasons to give the man some playing time. There's so and many that, reasons. Yeah, and and I've I've even heard, um, fuck, who was it? 
I can't remember who who was talking about it, but someone like it's not like a a fucking rumor rumors that that they're actually involved in talks or anything. But I've heard that that uh, you know fans are some fans in Toronto are talking about you know because they've had both uh what's his name matt murray and and uh Ilya samsonov are both out out mm-hmm. for long term and i've heard not that i want them to trade vladar because i think we we need him but i've heard fans being like oh we should pick up that guy from calgary he's he's pretty good and uh, like so even if you want to raise somebody's trade value you know you can raise somebody's trade value give them confidence give markstrom competition like there's so many reasons. Markstrom's been bad. Let's get somebody else in there. The team almost always plays tighter in front of their backup. Yeah. Like there's so many well, reasons. And, and what happened to the uh, a a game a week? Like we're four weeks into the season. He's played two fucking games. Give the man some starts. Uh-huh. It's really that simple. I'm really starting like, to not believe anything Sutter's saying. Right. Like our goaltending has been shit. Change yeah. it up. Change it up. I mean, and I'm not saying, you know, make Vladar our starter. That's I'm, not what saying I'm saying at all. Start Vladar sometimes. Start Vladar on a back to back on the road after the other guy gave up a shit fucking goal. That's right. When when Several. you're playing, when you're playing five games in a week. Vladar should get two of those starts. Yes, hundred percent. And I like even we know Markstrom's the type of guy who's like, oh, I want to play, I want to play. But it's not like he's going to be upset that Vladar gets two out of five games in one week. Like, well, that, and, and and let's be honest, I I don't give a shit what Markstrom wants. No, I want wins. I want and, and I what's, want Markstrom to give be us good win. in the playoffs. I want him to be rested enough exactly. and not fucking tired in the playoffs. Exactly. I want I, him to be sharp enough to make a fucking glove save in the goddamn playoffs, and he's not even sharp enough to do it now. Exactly. Yeah, I want wins. I want wins today. I want wins in April and May and June. Yes. Period. I I could give a shit what Markstrom wants. I want 16 playoff wins. And and you know what? I guarantee you Markstrom wants that too. Yeah. I I I don't doubt that he's dedicated and really wants, right? But I don't care. But we've talked about this recently with, with other players. Like you can be too dedicated. Look at Monaghan. He was too dedicated to play hockey when he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And he, Markstrom is so dedicated now, that he doesn't now want his backup it. playing. Like Monahan has now admitted it. He yeah yeah right. he did he admit, he straight up said it after he got traded in his first media availability. He's like I uh, he's like oh yeah I uh, I, I probably uh, should have uh, shut myself down there and let them know that I was injured because yeah. you know uh, no shit Sean <laughs> no shit Sean yes we <laughs> we we said it for four fucking years. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> groundbreaking stuff going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Monaghan played through injury and shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. And and like I'm not saying anybody's playing through an injury. I'm 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 saying the dedication is admirable, but it's also fucking stupid at some point. But it hurts the team. Yeah. And Markstrom, if if Mark, if the reason 
the crest on the front, yes. Right. The reason that Markstrom if the reason he's playing so much is because he's telling Souther that he needs to play or that he wants to play, that's a mistake. Yes. At the beginning of the season when he was having troubles, when we were three, four, five games in, whatever, I was saying we need to play him to let him get over his shit. He hasn't got over his shit now, and now it's time to fucking play the other guy a couple a couple times. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's supposed to be a professional, and I tell you what, if Sutter is playing him this much because Markstrom's saying he wants to, Sutter needs to go 10 cattle up and biking. Yeah. Like, that's fucking ludicrous. Be the yeah. goddamn coach. And, and make a decision, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if if a coach played everybody that wants to play, everybody would play. Now, now we're talking about minor hockey where, you know, everybody gets a chance. No, sorry, you're not good enough right now. We're starting this guy. Figure your shit out. And once you figure your shit out, fine, we'll play you five games in a row. But until then, watch a game. Watch two games. I don't give a shit. Watch eight games. Figure your shit out, Markstrom. While Vladar gets some starts that he deserves. The guy's he's got like a two and a half million dollar extension. Give the guy some games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like weeks. fuck. I know. Uh like don't get me wrong, I think. Again, I think Markstrom's our starter, and Markstrom's going to be our starter if we're going to fucking go anywhere. But he clearly needs to fucking take a couple games off, yeah. and every other team in the league will do that. Well, maybe I, most other teams in the league will do that if their starters are having trouble. They will have their backup play a couple games. Let their let their Fucking starter sit on the bench and calm the fuck down for a couple couple games or, or get riled up if that's what it takes. And like let's be honest, there was two goals called back yesterday. So Markstrom didn't make two more saves. Yes, right. one was a kick and one hundred percent a kick. That was the most the second most kicking motion I've ever seen, apparently. Don't say it. <laughs> um and, and, uh, no, no, Marty Jelena. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> um, and the other one was like blatantly offside, and oh, like I... even even Sharon Govich knew it, and like let's. So he let two more, and then he fucking stomped on the guy's stick. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yes, there's two more. He's goals. having troubles. <laughs> one, one of which, yes, was a kick and and shouldn't have been allowed, um, obviously, and and it wasn't, thankfully. The other one, like, he just he shit the bed and missed missed the shot. Yeah, it, it was a terrible goal. Yeah, that, that Sutter just happened, or I guess the the guys up in the boot just happened to notice that a minute yeah. before that the guy was offside. So to me, that's not you know, that's not that's not a one one last goal against Markstrom. No, he let that fucking go in. It yeah. was a shitty goal on a, on a play that I suppose shouldn't have happened because of the offside. But I mean, it's it's not like he didn't have a time to didn't have time to to play that. Like I, I don't know. Like, and and that offside was far enough away. Like like the way I look at the offside call for for goals is 
it like if it happened like three seconds before the goal, sure, but if, that happened long exactly. before the goal. If, if the if the player that's is the problem with in the with the puck is offside and and goes directly to the net and scores, or like fine. one pass, or like like three seconds, like if it's if it's a dirt like. If it's a direct result of the offside, mm-hmm. then then yes, call it back. But if it's like thirty yeah. seconds later, it's exactly. like well, if it's if already you've... gone in the corner and they're they're the actual forecheck and they're playing and digging and then it goes over to here, like to me, like okay, you know what? Enough time has passed. Yeah. Yes, they missed the call. I get it, but yeah, I I agree with you one hundred percent. There there yeah. needs to be a a marker on. Because if they do that, then like, why can't they call a penalty that happened seven minutes ago after three, after three stoppages in play because they saw a fucking replay of it? Yeah, or why can't they, why can't they uh, call a penalty at the end of a game when somebody clearly trips a goaltender behind the net? I've never, never heard of that happening. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of the goaltending goaltender being oh, which is not the not the penalty. Not not the penalty. Yeah, cause... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, God forbid. Um, and uh, so so let's talk about the refs for a minute. You want to um, go there? We do want do want to save this for an, a, another episode because I'm sure we can go off for an hour. Just okay. like fucking two minutes. I swear. I swear. Just two minutes. Oh god. Um, okay. I'll try and I'll try and hold myself back then. They suck for fucking everyone. They suck for every team in the league. Has it been bad for us recently? Sure. It's going to be bad for our opponents next week. It's going to be bad for us again the week after. It's going to be bad for our opponents again the week after. It's It evens out. That doesn't, that doesn't excuse them from being fucking horrible because they are horrible, but it's a piss-poor excuse. Good teams beat the refs. Good teams beat their opponents. And they beat the refs because the refs are always fucking cheating. That's a take. So uh, I'll I'll move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you want to talk just just for a couple seconds about uh, Gilbert and De Simone? Yeah, I didn't I didn't mind either one of their games. Me neither. Um, that there was the one turnover that that led to a goal, but. Um, yeah. I mean, what was that? His first NHL game in in two years or something like that, and it's like I, six. I goal. thought it was weird that the two of them were paired up. Me too. Like, holy shit! Throw thrown to the wolves. I think is the is is what people mm-hmm. would say to that. That was. I mean, I mean but as that being said, I I really didn't have an issue with their game at all. Um, Me neither. I mean, I didn't I thought see they were both good, super flashy, other than. You know, the fight. I guess we did have a fight, which is, you know, and he held his own. He did good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's somebody showing that he wants to, you know, play out of that dressing room instead of the the Wranglers. Yeah. I was absolutely say, wants to stay in Calgary. Of course, he's going to stay in Calgary. But so, and and I agree. Like, like I thought they were both good. You know, yeah. your seventh. Eighth and ninth defensemen coming up. <laughs> Fuck, they they really shouldn't be flashy. Generally speaking, 
No, Unless shouldn't. it's a, if it's a Jeremy Poirier coming up, you're expecting him to be flashy because that's all he is. If, but if you're expecting him to be flashy in the NHL, I've got some bad news for you. Yeah. Yeah. But you, with those two guys, like those two guys aren't flashy in the AHL either. Right. Nope. So just defensemen, they're just defensemen and, yep. and they, you barely noticed them because they weren't fucking up for the vast majority of the night minus yeah. one play and that's one play. fucking perfect. Yeah. One, one play in an, in an entire game. Um, you know what? It sucks that it happened, but I'm not, okay. yeah, I'm not mad about it. I mean, I think both of them uh, put forth a better case for staying with the flames and Mackie has since the start of the season. Yeah. Personally. No, no, I, I agree. And like, you know, I believe all three of them have to clear waivers, but only if we wait another couple days, because I think it's a month um, that they don't have to clear waivers uh, after being sent down originally. But um, it's a fucked up waiver rule. It's 30 days or whatever. But uh, they... Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about real quick is we've got Lucic and we're singing Lucic's praises because he's been playing well this season. Richie's been playing well this season, but we're on a six-game losing streak. Dennis Gilbert fought fucking yep. fucking Zadarov fought in the beginning of it, and that was a fucking piss-poor fight, honestly. Fuck. Yeah, fight. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Where's our fucking spark? Where's where's our like Lucic fucking knocking someone out and wiping his hands and the team rallying around that? Where is that? Where is Richie doing what he signed for? Like, where is that? I know you need a partner, but if you look long enough, you'll fucking find one. Yeah. I mean, a couple of games ago, I feel like like Luch was looking for a partner. I mean, he was hitting anything that moved. Um, yes, <laughs> it was great to see. It was there, there, so much fun. Was it four hits in like like seven seconds or three hits in seven was, seconds or something like that? Three hits in in like their end, middle ice, our end. It was just like bam, bam, bam. It was so much fun. Freight train. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the funny thing is he was credited for two hits that game. He had three hits in a shift. Yeah, get your shit in, together, yeah. stat keepers. Seven, ten seconds, whatever it was, but like yeah. we all saw it. Yeah. The, yeah, the stats counters are fucked. Yeah, yeah. But yeah I, you know what? I I do agree with you that you know having that one guy that can that can really change momentum and 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 get get the players on board with excitement. Luch is that guy because he's he's such a leader in the room, and and you know the team will rally behind him. That's a statement. And just, yeah. That's a statement, right? And like, the thing is, is I understand Luch kind of, um, nobody wants to fight him, except for young kids who are trying, or or like a Ryan Reeves guy, because he is like, him and Reeves are the two best fighters in the league. That's right. Right? The two heaviest weights in the league when it comes to then, fighting. Then he should be going over and, and poking the bear when it comes to some young big kid, right? Yeah. 
you know, make him the example. Show him, show him why he made a, a piss poor decision for trying to fight Milan. I'm curious what what happens when we play Detroit. Mm. They have that that line that's all six five. Oh, they're, they're, and they're all kids. They're all like yeah, in great. their first or second years. I was gonna say, ask ask Nikita how how that goes. Just because you're big doesn't mean shit. No, but. <laughs> You know, Luch, I'm Luch, sure if Luch, Luch, Luch made an pokes example enough, out of him, I'm sure if Luch, Luch, uh, Luch pokes them enough, one of them will good try and drop them and probably good. fail. Good. Luch is really good at punching up. He's got no problem doing that. Zadaroff he's good at punching down. Right? He's good at punching forwards and sideways, yeah. and he's right. he's good at punching. What I'm saying is, Luch needs to start punching. Yes. Lu- yes. The, the flames are in a funk and there's only one cure. It's number 17. Kicking the shit out of somebody. I don't care who it is. Milan Lucic getting the fucking fight. Pick on Marshan tomorrow. Actually, don't. I know well, nobody's. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would say that because that also takes, you know, their best... I guarantee you, Marshan's not going to fight Luch. No, but no, and I don't think I don't think Luch would. That's the thing. Luch doesn't fight his friends he, usually. Right? He usually doesn't he, fight his friends, but he also has respect for players that are of a certain level. This he, he knows he knows his role, and he knows who he should be and should not be going after. Whether, yeah, you know, whether it's friends or or Charlie not. Coyle, go after Charlie Coyle. Sure. That's Not right. that Charlie Coyle's a fighter, but he's more of a third line, you know, guy whose role can sometimes be uh, punching somebody. Right. Right. Well, on or that note, taking Luch punches. I, I think we now have the recipe for success. Luch just needs to punch fuck somebody. I don't care who. In fact, you know what? I want him to wait until Saturday when I'm at the dome. I don't want him to wait until then. I want him to do it both days. That's fair. I I, I agree with that. Who are we playing that day? Uh, Winnipeg. Blake Wheeler. I would love to watch him get the piss out of Blake Wheeler. Me too. And the thing is, is Blake Blake will drop him. Right? He will. Blake, and that's the thing. Like you can pick on a first or second liner if they are Blake Wheeler. If they're a guy who's been known to drop him. Yeah, you can pick on a on a first liner when they're they have no business being on the first line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't be on the first line of eighty percent of teams in the NHL. But I mean, I mean, there was a point in time when Cassian was on the first line. And, and... You know what? You've made a point, <laughs> and it served me well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I, <laughs> Richie was on the first line of this team, so. You know what? I won't say anything, any anything derogatory towards a first liner again, ever. Why was Richie on the first line? <laughs> Shit! Why isn't he on the first line now? Look at him go. <laughs> Jeez, he's producing like a fucking first liner. Where's all of our first liners? Right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, too too busy scoring goals. Right, five goals, four goals. Eight assists, like come on, give them a break. <laughs> um, that being said, we... that being said, 
thanks for tuning in uh, yeah. for this uh, rant for this episode. Thanks for letting us air our grievances on upon you <laughs> again. And for God's sake, Sutter, give Vladar a start. Please. Thanks for tuning in. Armchair GM Podcast. Cheers. <laughs>